Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we come boldly to your throne, the only way we know how is because Jesus Christ is Lord. We thank you, Father, for Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you are the only perfect one. You are the only one worthy. And it is your salvation that you give to your beloved children who received you. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you are our Lord, our Savior, our Master, our God. And it's in your holy and mighty name that we bind up Satan and all the demons right now. It's in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved church family, say his name, Lord Jesus Christ. And Father God, all of heaven right now is having a party and all of hell, Father God, is fleeing and running away. So Holy Spirit, we bless your presence. We thank you that you are the only teacher. And Holy Spirit, as we usher in your presence, the only, we, the only way we know how, being thankful. Father, we just give everything to you. We lay it all down, Father. Father, bless the rest of this worship service, Father God, that I am only a mouthpiece, Father. All the glory is yours, Lord Jesus Christ. And Father God, I just thank you right now that you bless your holy people as we worship you in Holy Spirit and in truth that Jesus Christ is Lord and all God's beloved said, amen. God bless you guys. Amen. Praise God. This worship service, as you, as you can see, is titled The Cost of Discipleship. And before we get into the worship service, children, y'all may be excused. Praise God. Ah, Brother Lance, I got it. You see that, Pastor? <laughs> Elder Lance didn't have to get up. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. There is miracles. Amen. Agape, y'all. Agape, y'all. Everybody, let's give the kids a round of applause. Amen. They are the church. Hallelujah. Powerful, powerful. I need your help. I know we, I know we done prayed, and um, I need your help uh, just in, in prayer as far as for this worship service, the leadership. Um, praise God for anointed leadership. Can I get an amen? God-fearing leadership. Hallelujah. And um, I, I, we're just going to go as far as, like in every worship service, how Holy Spirit teaches. He's the teacher. Amen. Um, God wants to know who's our, who's our first-time guest here. Anybody? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's give God praise. We are so grateful. Um, please don't just leave right after service. Um, we have a gift for you. Please see. Can you stand up so that they know who you are? This is my beloved wife, Trish. And she wants to give. We have a gift for you guys. We have a gift. Praise God. Because we want to bribe you to come back. <laughs> no, but we seriously, we just want to bless you with the gift. And um, we want to welcome you home. And this is how we do it. On the count of three, beloved church family, one, two, three. Welcome home. Amen. We believe with all of our hearts. If you're looking for a church family, the look is over. Amen. That you're home. Amen. And we're so grateful that you're here. Praise God. Um, I thank the praise and worship team for their obedience. Amen. Let's give God praise for that. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? Only in God's holy church, only in God's holy church, where the praise and worship team will submit to the Lord and say, okay, we won't sing that song. What do you want us to do? Okay, we're going to do that. And I'm so grateful for that when you just listen to what God is saying and say, okay, Lord. And I pray that we all do that. Amen. So the tone this morning is the cost of discipleship. And the reason why I asked for your prayer is you're going to see and we're just going to go. Amen. Say when we do it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay, I'll do it. Amen. Praise God. You, you said so. We're going to be in Ephesians 6, 17 and Matthew 16, 24. We're going to start off with this in Ephesians 6. And take. Say this with me, take. When God says take, what does that mean? Some of y'all look at me, don't get crunchy now. Take it. Ain't that the truth though? When God says take, it's an option, Brother PJ, right? It's an option, Brother Ryan, if we're truly going to reach out and take it. Mine? Right? Mine? Right, Sister Charity? Mine. Say it with me, mine. See, there's many of you this morning, did, you did that with Lord Jesus. Woo. Can I get an amen? You did that with God Almighty. You said mine mine 
My Jesus is my Jesus. Amen? My Holy Spirit's my Holy Spirit. This is how intimate God wants us to be with him. Amen? Say it with me. Take. The helmet of salvation. Amen? Oh, I, don't, I, did, I forgot my hat at home because I was, anyways, right? And I, I left my hat, but on my hat that I wear when I don't do my hair, when I don't get my hair did, Brother Joe, when I don't get my hair did, my hair did, I put a hat on, right? One time I put my hat on and my hair was down. Trish goes, get back in the house. You don't ever leave the house that way. I'm like, what, what, what's wrong with that? So I had to put the bun all the way down, right, wear my hat. And it's really cool because when you see family on the community, you're like, man, I ain't never seen you, you know. And it's just like I didn't have time to. It takes a lot of work doing all this. Hear my heart. When you come to my house, which many of you have, I don't look like this. This is all a front. This is fake. You hear me? I look like Cousin It from the Adams family. I'm just letting you know. If you come to my house, don't judge me. If I open that door, you're like, oh, my goodness, you know. Pray for a brother. Lord bless his hair, you know what I mean? But I'm just letting you know. Anyways, I love this hat that Trish made me because on my hat it says salvation. And it's, it's my hat. It's the only hat that I own. One black hat says salvation on it. That's the only hat I got. And I love it because when I put it on, mm, it's a helmet. And it's the helmet of our salvation which we are always mindful of, I have a God who loves me. He gave me Jesus. My Lord Jesus loves me. He died for me and forgave me. My Holy Spirit loves me because he lives in me despite my sinful nature. He loves me. Amen. And so check this out. There is a combination of two parts of the armor that take place just by putting on this helmet. Just by putting on these thoughts of who God Almighty is. And this is the second part. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Can you get an amen? amen. Say it with me, the sword. No. Oh, hallelujah. So we need, now we need to go back in time when we used to fight, when there wasn't any guns. Right? There were swords. How effective would you be if you had all your armor on? <laughs> amen. With no sword. I'll tell you right now, I'll be back there. Right? David, you go. You got a sword. Lance, you go. Right? Hel Howard, you go. Right? But I ain't got no sword. But you notice what the first thing the devil wants to attack us in or distract us in when we get filled with anxiety, depression, worry. Come on, family. Help me preach. What happens to you? Get crunchy. Many of us say we get quiet. For those of us who don't get quiet, hello. You may start speaking diarrhea of the mouth. Why does this always have to happen to me? Oh, just like I always said, look at what happened. Well, because you done spoke it out. Right? So quickly now, we got the helmet of salvation, and we got the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Who is the Word of God? His name is Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ is the Word of God. Where does the Word of God live inside of you? What's his name? Hallelujah. We like to say agape, right? Who is our agape? So when we know Father, Son, Holy Spirit, here's lettuce. Holy vegetable, lettuce. So good to see you, sis. And when we talk about lettuce, what is lettuce? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we say agape, Right? But when they said, let us make them in our image, the question now is, who am I? Am I just a person that, oh, well, I'm going to let emotions control me, or I'm going to let religious acts control me, or I'm going to let, you know, oh, well, Joe, you better preach good so I can have a good week this week. Forget that. When God said, let us make them in our image, he meant soul, spirit, body. Say it with me, I am a soul. Say it gooder, I am eternal. Which means your very character and who you are, say it with me, who I am, is God's eternal being is in you. 
And you have the ability and power through Lord Jesus Christ to take captive every thought that takes place in here. Oh, hallelujah. Now we're talking victory, amen. Now we're talking victory. Because the, the very thing that used to take me down a season of depression, of worry, of insecurities, now I hold that thing captive and I release the sword saying, my God is more than enough. Amen? Hallelujah. The helmet, the helmet and sword. Amen? We got to move forward, praise God. Because like I said, I just need your help. Amen? Now here in the words of Lord Jesus Christ in the Gospel of Matthew, check this out. This is what Lord Jesus Christ said. Disciples, follow me. Did he say that? I know it looks like it, but look, there's a big gap right there, right? This is where we're at right now. Are you a disciple of Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Say with me, I am. And this message is the cost of discipleship. And this is what Lord Jesus Christ said, if your desires are to follow me, if you want me to be one in you, if you want me to live in you for all of eternity, if you want my presence, Sister Carrie, to be in you, this is what you must do. Look it. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. How many of us right now, you don't need to raise your hand, how many of us are actually practicing this? In our relationship with Holy Spirit. That I'm going to continue to deny myself. That I'm going to continue to practice this day in and day out. That I'm nothing. That even when I go out to go buy groceries. That if somebody needs my cart, I'll take all the groceries out and give them my cart. Are we in that position to make us nothing? Don't you love this about our God? It's a choice. It's a personal choice, right, Sister Ashley? It's between you and the Lord. You see, God doesn't push himself on anybody. But this direction that comes straight from the mouth of Lord Jesus Christ says that if you deny yourself, now you can take up your cross. And some of this you already know. But hear my heart when I say this to you. There's many people that think, and this is how Holy Spirit's going to expose this devil in his lies and deception. Can you get an amen? amen? There's many people that think that you're actually carrying your cross and following Jesus in pride. I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't no cross there. It's just burden. It's just torment. It's torture. If you're prideful and it's all about you and you're like, well, I'm following Jesus, I'm carrying my cross. No, you ain't. Because the Word of God said so. All right? Some of you right now are looking at me like, how dare you tell me that I'm not carrying the cross? Because listen, I'm not here to attack you. We're here to worship Lord Jesus and we're going to listen to the Word of God. And above all, we're going to listen to the Word of God in our hearts and Holy Spirit will bless us. So that we're not deceived by this devil who wants us to carry around darkness. Can I get an amen? How many of you want darkness in your life? Do you all know what darkness carries? Every foul thing you can think of. God is good and perfect. The devil is garbage. Amen? So this devil will try to put any kind of garbage he can on you. Say with me no more. So when we deny ourselves, listen now, family, because the Word of God says so. You want to come after me? Lord Jesus said, you want to come after God? You want to come after me? You got to be reminded now, he's not yet glorified, but he's teaching his disciples, when I leave, this is what you have to do. When I leave, when I go to this cross, and I'm, I'm crucified, you guys are all going to be messed up. But you have to deny that. And trust that God is who he is. He's my father. He is in me. He's going to display that when I die and take everybody's sins and I go to that tomb that was rented. I am going to rise up on that third day. And you are going to be in me. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this power that God, this power that God deposited in every one of you who, who called out to Lord Jesus Christ. It's this same power. 
that God says, if you deny yourself. See, there's some of us right now that we don't want to deny ourselves because the situation's so real. The medical report is too real. The medical report says this is, this is what's happening. And it's in my body and it's doing this. I'm going to tell you right now, greater is he who is in you than he that is in this world. Amen. So I love this picture Holy Spirit taught us. It's been, I don't know, the time's all bleeding together. Amen. But I love it that if I'm in pride and it's all about me and my situation, my pity party and all this stuff. And I tell God, well, I'm going to follow you. You cannot pick it up. But the moment you say, Father, forgive me. I'm sorry. I repent. I die in Christ. Forgive me. I made it a pity party. I'm not picking on any one of you. I'm, I'm throwing myself under the bus. But the moment I go to a good father and I say, I want none of it, guess what? Hallelujah. So this was head and shoulders. Say it with me, discipleship. And this is where I was at in the worship. And as you guys know, Holy Spirit's the teacher, and I'm just trying to be obedient in worship and being obedient as your pastor in what God has for us. Amen? Who here wants discipling? Right? You call yourself a disciple, guess what? Discipling is for eternity. If you say you're a disciple of Christ, right, who needs discipling? So, of course, I thought that this is it of the message. We have the helmet, the head, right? We have the cross on my shoulder, head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. And, of course, it gets gooder and gooder because I was like, does anybody need discipling? Does anybody need discipling? If you need discipling, raise your hand. I'll raise, I'll raise it, right? So guess what Father God said? He said this, repent unto Father God faithfully. Look it, it's dandruff. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. You hear pastors say it all the time. You hear Elder Charles say it all the time. We're not smart enough. Amen? We have a good and perfect Father who loves us. He's as real as... I'm looking right at my beloved. He's as real, right, as me holding this. He's as, he speaks to us. But then Holy Spirit says, that's not it. And this was just last night. Are you all ready? Say, I am. So we talk about the cost of discipleship. And you look at what Lord Jesus Christ displayed, because what we got to remember what I'm showing you, the helmet of salvation the only reason why we have a helmet is because it's his helmet. Can I get an amen? amen? It's his salvation. Lord Jesus Christ is the only one in perfection that gained that salvation. And he proved it, right, when he was resurrected in glory. Can I get an amen? amen? So he freely gave it to us for those of you who want. How many of you want everything that Lord Jesus Christ paid for? Amen? amen? I do too. Praise God. I want it all. Amen? And I pray in this next half of this message, I pray in this next half of this message that Holy Spirit will bless you as far as the cost of discipleship and that when, before you leave here, not when, before you leave here, that Holy Spirit fire, say it with me, there's a fire. Fire. The Holy Spirit fire will consume you and God will disciple you in a way like you never imagined. Amen. How many of you want boldness of a lion? Amen. How many of you want to soar above every situation like an eagle? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's what God is preparing our hearts to do as we move forward. We're going to be in Romans 12, 14. And this is the foundation of this scripture because we're talking about the members of the body. Say it with me, members of the body. Now, I know when we talk about members of the body, we, you all are members. I pray that you're members here at Open Arms Community Church. Please. Please pray about it. Holy Spirit says so. All you got to do is fill out the paperwork so we can have a support team around you. Deacons, leadership, and so that we know you. Amen? It's real simple. Please, please, don't leave here without being a member. Because guess what? This is God's house. Hallelujah. God's church. Amen? 
So there's, to me, to me, I just love the Apostle Paul. Not because he wrote so many books, Pastor, but because he experienced that relationship with Lord Jesus Christ in a unique way. You got to understand that he was carrying out, he was using his members of his body for evil. He was persecuting Christians, us, killing them. And on that road to Damascus, whoo, glory, say it with me, glory. Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, appeared to him, right? And the beauty of God is if you are a beloved child of God, if you have Jesus Christ as Lord, you share it in that glory. Whether you were at your bedside, whether you were at a job site, whether you're in your vehicle, on that glorious day when you submitted yourself to Christ, that's the same glory of God, and you said, I receive you, Father. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. This is why I need your help. Look at everything we got to go through. Father God says, I'm not putting this cross down for the rest of this worship service. So, hallelujah. It's where it be. Amen. All my life I lived with a chip on my shoulder, but that's why. It was to put the cross right there. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> There's some of you with a chip on your shoulder. This is what it's for. It's, it, it, it was there from the beginning of time so that that cross would be whoo, nice and snug. I could even dance with it. I, I could do whatever, amen? I could do the cabbage patch with the cross, see? Are you all ready? Say amen. amen. All right, let's get right into this. Praise God. Like I said, this is the scripture, the foundational scripture. We're going to go through everything else, whatever Holy Spirit wants, amen? Bear with me. Praise God. Praise God. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hand. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hand. If you're saved and you know it, then your face should surely show it. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. All right, praise God. Nice little wake-up call right there. Amen. Therefore, it's therefore reason. Do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. There's no better person than to show how he used his body for evil than Saul of Tarsus. He carried out all these threats and persecution to destroy Christianity. But once, once again, once again, even though he was carrying out all these things, God did not look as far as what he was doing. God looked at the heart. See, right now there's some of you that are doing wrong things. And you know that you're hurting God. I am here to tell you, right now, God is not judging you. He loves you. And what he's asking of you to do is will you repent and get rid of that thing? It may be addiction that's trying to drag you to hell. You know, I was ministering to this young guy this week. And he's, he's struggling with addiction. And then I asked him because Holy Spirit told me to. I said, does addiction run in your family? And he goes, well, yeah. I go, well, who has addiction in your family? Well, my dad. I said, so you must really love the way your dad acted when he was addicted to this thing. I'm not being mean, but I grew up in that environment, so I know the answer. And right away, this young man, he started to cry. And he said, no, he was horrible. I watched this very thing destroy my dad. But yet you allow this evil in you. So of course we cried it out, anointed, right? Pray it out. And I said, now every time you see a bottle, now every time you see, well, I don't know. Once again, I did it all, so I'm not picking on you. The drugs, the weed, cocaine, the meth, whatever it is. Once you see that, I want you to be reminded that it isn't just a thing that wants to go in your body and, oh, I'm going to party. That very thing destroyed that person you love. And what do you think it's going to do to you? Beloved, act like I'm preaching a good word. Can I get an amen? At least act like it. Praise God. 
at least act like it, amen? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I know many of us have family that are struggling with addiction right now. And praise God, they don't need to struggle no more. I believe in the name above every name, Lord Jesus Christ, that when we pray for that soul and we anoint them in oil, call in the leadership, pull out every ammunition you got, every weapon, and watch that devil flee in Jesus' name. Amen. So you see the cost of this discipleship. You see what happened on the road to Damascus. And what I want to show you this is quickly is that you see the, trans, uh, you, you see the difference, the, the change in heart. You see from where Saul of Tarsus was purely about himself and what he approved of. Don't condemn yourself. Don't condemn yourself. Give everything to the Lord and worship and bless him. But don't get religious with God and don't you turn into a judge. You ain't got no right. Listen, I don't care if you get upset at me today and we're going to have a conversation. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Let's have a discussion. But you're not the judge. God is the judge. Amen? So look at that. You can see how crunchy Saul of Tarsus was. Look at how crunchy and constipated he was. Why? Because he was judging everybody. Look at these people worshiping this Jesus. You ain't even a Jew. You're a Gentile. How dare you act like you're one of us? Because I have the blood of God? Because Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior? Because God Almighty now lives in a holy temple made of flesh? No longer behind a curtain? Right? But you got to imagine, look at what Paul was facing now that he made this transformation, being born again. Right? You got to remember... This is the same person now. He died in Christ on the road to Damascus. What happened? The helmet of salvation come upon him. The helmet. Say with me, salvation. He said, Lord, right? So the helmet was applied immediately. And what happened? He picked up his cross. It was no longer about Saul and religion or the law. It was about Jesus. So he denied himself and now he picked up that cross. Amen. I love this picture right here because it's going to show you what it looks like. Do you see it? Do you see that picture? This is what Holy Spirit showed me. Every one of us. I have to carry this cross because every one of us. Whether you're a Christian now or if you're running away from God. And I don't care who listens to this message in the future when we're all up in heaven partying. Every soul is going to confess Jesus is Lord. Every soul. Every soul and every knee, every knee is going to bow. Amen. So guess what? Every soul is going to have the revelation, whether you like it or not. Oh, I love it. I love it. Trish tells me that right now. Act right whether you like it or not. Right? I don't care if you're tired. I don't care. We're in the middle of Walmart. Don't act like this. Well, I don't want to be here. I just want to go home. Right? It's been a long day. Pray for me. I don't got it together. I got, the only one that got it together, his name's Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm going to ask you once again. Can you imagine what the Apostle Paul now went through? Knowing that he died from all that, but now he's going to carry out the cost of his discipleship. Oh, let's get ready. Amen. Philippians 4, 6, 7. And I told you we're going to go read through this stuff, and we are going to do that right now. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. All the books that we're going to go through is written, of course, by Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul. And he's, he's sharing this with all of the churches. Say it with me. We are the church. Isn't it beautiful? Here Holy Spirit is. Preaching this message, but to the church of Lebanon. Amen. And here, this is what God has to say as far as when you, have, when you put on the helmet. When you put on the helmet over your head and you have the cross now on your shoulder. This is the beauty of what the Apostle Paul is preaching right here to the church of Philippi. He's saying that when, when you're saved through Christ, you know it's about you, Lord. But yet I also am aware... 
that this flesh is going to try to rise up. And I have to deny myself, and I have you on my head, I have the cross on my shoulder, but now I'm reminded I have to go to my knees. And this is what I love when the Bible talks about supplication, the Latin word supplicare, is that you deny and humble yourself so much that even the outward appearance, you don't care who's looking at you, who's watching, you are showing not only to God Almighty first, but to all your brothers and sisters and for every eyeball that has vision to see, I am going to lower myself to the lowest of low to worship a God who is the highest of high. Can I get an amen? In Ephesians 6, 15 says this, having your, having shod your feet, having your, sheep, your feet planted, sheep, sheep, having your feet planted in preparation of the gospel of peace. Say with me, gospel of peace. When you're doing this, when you're conscious as far as your identity in him, even when you're facing uncertainty, even when you're facing death, turmoil, trials and tribulations, can I ask you all beloved children of God, is this, is this it for your life? Let me ask you something, how much time do you have? Next half an hour, Lord Jesus, how long are we alive? See, right there, that's, that's the mindset. When you're, when, you're focused, when you're focused as far as my, my being is eternal, you stand in peace with the Lord. Can I get an amen? What's next, Hebrews 12, 2? We discussed this, looking unto Jesus, amen? The author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Why is this so important for us to have this kind of vision, this kind of view for Lord Jesus Christ? Because there will be times in your life that you will struggle. There will be times in your life that you'll be distracted so hard that the enemy wants to shake your very identity. And the reason why God is saying, if you look at Jesus, the way Lord Jesus Christ looked at the Father. Hallelujah. Come on now, beloved of God. Look at what happened. Look at what happens when Lord Jesus Christ showed what, what took place. When he focused on the Father. You remember in the garden when he cried to drops of blood and he said, if this could just pass. But it's your will, Father, not mine. When you have this kind of intimacy with God Almighty, no matter what comes your way, God will give you the supernatural peace that only comes through his presence, through Holy Spirit, that he will carry you through the situation. And God will make sure. Say it with me, God. God. Say it gooder, Abba. Abba. Father God will make sure that you get through the situation. Amen? Say it with me. This is why God give us two eyes, right? Say it with me, two eyes. two eyes. The reason why God give you two eyes, you look at Jesus. Can I get an amen? One eyeball, look at Jesus. And the other eyeball, looking at Holy Spirit. See, everybody says, well, I'm looking at Jesus. I'm looking at Jesus, Pastor, but I just don't see anything happening. Because you're not looking at Holy Spirit on the inside. Stop living in sin. Stop doing something that's against God. Stop making it about you and make it about Jesus. Oh. Say it with me. Say it with me. I am a beloved child of God. Romans 10.17 says this. Faith comes by hearing. Say it with me. Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Notice what's taking place through all these scriptures. They come from different books to all the different churches that the Apostle Paul wrote. Remember, this is the cost of discipleship. You want to know the beauty about the Apostle Paul? Is did he get to hang out with the 12 disciples? He was running after them. Tormenting them. He was on the other side. Oh. Say that again, Pastor. 
He was evil. He was trying to kill him. But look at the cost of discipleship when Saul said, I make you my Lord. You are my Lord God. Jesus Christ, you are Lord. Can you say that with me? Jesus Christ is Lord. See, I'm asking you, beloved child of God, are you done? Are you done playing games with God? Oh, one person? I'm going to ask you again, are you done playing games with God? Right? You know what I love, Brother Ryan, is that if I wanted to join the military, if I wanted to, right? Because you served our country, and thank you for that. But don't they put you through some stuff? Yes, sir. And if you don't make it, are you still part of the military? <laughs> Straight up, he said, no, sir. My question to you, beloved child of God, is this. You call yourself a Christian, but God wants a disciple. Because guess what? Anybody can say they know Jesus because the devils know Jesus. God wants to make his house in you. Brother Logan, God wants to deposit every gift in you. You know why? You have the anointing. You know it. But brother, it's up to us to say, I'm done with this. I'm not going to play games with God no more. Father, use me. Because I know you got souls that you have prepared for me to harvest for you in Jesus' name. Amen? This is why God give us two ears. Say it with me, two ears. God give us two ears. So that we can make sure that we listen. And this is why we only got one mouth. So we don't talk so much. Right? Pray for me so I don't talk too much. Amen? 2 Corinthians 4.13. We're going to talk about the mouth. We have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. I believe and therefore I speak. Right? I believe, therefore I speak. We also believe and therefore speak. Remember, the Spirit of God is the Word of God, and it is the sword of God. It comes hand in hand with the helmet. The beauty of the armor of God, it all ties in together. When you study the armor of God, it isn't just one armor is better. It all has a relationship with each other. Meaning that when you're mindful of your salvation, are you saved? Uh, hallelujah. Are you saved? Are you saved? How many are saved? If you're not saved, then you're going to hell. Well, it doesn't take a mathematician to figure that out. If you don't have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and unfortunately if you die, I don't know how long your life is, only God knows, but if you refuse Jesus, you will go to hell. And hell is a real place where you will be tor tortured for eternity, and you will see all your loved ones in heaven having the best time of their lives. Amen. And guess what? You're going to be screaming. The Bible says you'll be gnashing your teeth where you ain't going to have no more teeth. You'll just, be, you'll just be gumby. Just gums. Just gums. And you're going to be screaming. You're going to be screaming. You're going to be screaming to your loved ones, help me for eternity. I'm a very simple guy, but I don't want that. And I don't want that for you. But guess what? If you're so hard in your heart right now, I know that God is knocking on your heart. I pray in Jesus' name that we get right with the Lord today. Amen? Amen. Say it with me. Get right with God. What next? 2 Corinthians 2.15. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Say it with me. Nose. The nose smells the fragrance. Amen? My question to you, beloved family, is how does God, how does God identify how you smell? Huh, Pepe? Does God, when he thinks of Pepe, oh, I just smell roses, right? Does God, when he thinks of you, Brother Ryan, when he thinks of you, does he say, Oh, I just feel just the, I just smell the, the field, right? How do you smell with God? 
Is there something in your life that don't smell good with God? Remember, this is the cost of discipleship. God wants to make a disciple out of you. God wants to live through you, Brother Zach. See, it's more than just preaching a message. It's more than just playing a piano or singing a song. It's more than doing ministry. Right here, we're getting intimate with the Lord. We're getting intimate with God. Is God using you at your fullest? Or are you the one telling God, well, you just stop right there. I've been through this all my life and I've always been this way. You're always going to be that way. You will. Because you told the creator that's where you stop. But are you going to be a disciple that at any cost, because you know the price that was paid on that cross, that Father, here I am. Use me, Lord. I'm sorry, Father, where I'm prideful in my ways. I'm sorry, Father God, as a husband, in my shortcomings with your beloved daughter. Father, change me. Father, be the one that you want me to be for your beloved daughter. Father, forgive me of my shortcomings as a pastor for your holy church and all of your holy people. Father God, rebuke me and, 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 and rebuke my pride. Cut it off. Father, bless me to submit to my elders, to bless them. That as mighty men of God that you position around your holy church to be accountable to you, Lord. And to fear you only, God. Bless the leadership, the deacons, Father God. Beloved church family, I'm asking you, are we doing everything? Or, or are we just treating God like Burger King? Not the King of Kings, but Burger King. You know Burger King, your way, my way, your way. I don't even know if they say that anymore, but that's what I remember. My way, right? It isn't like that with God, amen? We have all these scriptures that came up. And this is what Holy Spirit wanted me to show you, and we're just going to tie everything together. When you have the helmet on your head, you acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord and you have salvation. Salvation comes only through Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Not through baptism, through Lord Jesus Christ. Once you receive Lord Jesus Christ, you have that on your head. Say it with me, head. Now on your shoulders, you carry the cross because you've denied yourself. And you denied yourself to the point where I will carry my cross, I will continue to crucify my flesh, and I will renew myself through the anointing of your Holy Spirit in worship, giving thanks to you, Lord God, and continue to live that way. When you live this way, you get on your knee. And this is the supplication part of what the scriptures talk about. That you don't care what other people think. You don't care what's trending. Listen, beloved youth, you don't care what social media is saying. You don't care that it's not popular. You don't care if people call you weird or crazy. I'm going to get on my knees. I'm going to shout your name. I'm going to praise. I'm going to dance. I'm going to give you glory, Lord Jesus Christ. Say it with me. Get on your knees. When you're on your knees, if you notice, if you look back at my feet, my toes are dug in. And my toes are dug in snugly in the gospel of peace. My toes are dug in where I know what my father thinks of me. How he views me. Right? When you're in this position, it's easy for your eyes to be focused. On Lord Jesus Christ. Because this is where Father God wants you. And it's in this focus. Remember the two eyes? It's in this focus where you have an eye on Lord Jesus Christ. And an eye on Holy Spirit. Who lives in the Holy of Holies. Amen? When you have this focus with the Lord Jesus Christ. You now hear from Holy Spirit on the inside. You hear God Almighty speaking to your heart. You hear God Almighty encouraging you and blessing you. There's many of us right now that God Almighty will take you back to Scripture so you could read in the written word of His children that goes through the trials and tribulations, but God shows Himself faithful and faithful and faithful. Amen? And you, God give us two ears, remember, to hear. Now remember, 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, Now it's time to speak. 
Amen. Say with me, mouth. It's now time to exercise that sword. So the question is now, when you're in this position in worship, how do you speak the blessings of the Lord? Do you speak your circumstances or do you speak in faith the future of God, the promises of God, the restoration, the healing, the breakthrough? Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? amen. And then we talk about, say with me, the nose. When you start speaking blessings and light, you're actually helping the angels in the atmosphere fight this good fight. Angels of God are protecting you. They're surrounding you. They're always doing work. But may I say something to you, beloved family? If you keep speaking death and darkness, all you're doing is calling out the devil and wolves. If you're cussing, stop that. You need to rebuke that. Don't get religious with the Lord. Leave it at this altar today. But when you start speaking the blessings of God, oh, guess what? Holy Spirit goes before you and His word doesn't come back void. Amen? We sum it up with this. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Can I get an amen? We are under grace. So we talked about all these scriptures that are popping up on the screen. I'm going to ask everybody to stand up. Praise God. We have a baptism today. Woo, hallelujah. I'm speaking out more baptisms. Amen. The cost of discipleship. Amen. Holy Spirit said he wanted to show that and praise God. Is it all right with everybody that we go a little bit over today? Amen. Whoever, whoever doesn't have time, I completely understand. Some of you got to go to work and all this stuff. Please just feel free. Be blessed. Amen. Visitors, if you have to leave, don't leave without your gift. Amen. We'll, we'll make sure you get your gift. Please come back. But um, I can't rush Holy Spirit. I have to be obedient to Holy Spirit. Because what God is doing right now through our hearts, we have no idea. We're just so thankful. Amen. But we talked about all the things that was demonstrated up here. We talked about the head, shoulders, knees, and toes. We talked about the head, shoulders, knees, and toes, right? And then we talked about two eyes. Then we also talked about two ears. And then we also talked a mouth. And we also talked about a nose. Amen? So where does that leave us? to have fun in God's house. Amen. I don't know if anybody has ever sang that song unto the Lord, but I pray that we can, hey, we just bless God that way. Amen. Therefore, disciples, who here is a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Listen to what the Lord says. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, of all nationalities. This is the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's no longer only for the Jews, it's for the Gentiles. It's for all nations, amen. He is God alone, hallelujah. We call him daddy, he's our father, amen. Because Jesus Christ is Lord, hallelujah. And this is what Lord Jesus says. He says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of Holy Spirit. Right, Brother Anthony? Hallelujah. There are some of us today that are going to be baptized. Sister Katie's one of them. And I thank God for her obedience. But we have a song that's going to play. 
And if God is tugging on your heart to just be done, I'm done playing games with the Lord. Listen, therefore go and make disciples. There's some of you right now that said you're a disciple, but you never got baptized. So am I saying that the word of God lies? No, the word of God is true, right? Disciples are baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Can I get an amen? amen. So there's some of us right here, right now. There's some of us right here, right now going, oh my goodness, I've never heard it this way. Listen, it ain't me, it's all Holy Spirit. Praise God. I beg you, will you get right with the Lord? Amen. If I was talking to you today through the anointing of Holy Spirit, that you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord, then maybe, maybe if you die today, you don't know. Listen, we can't have that. We can't allow that. You need to know that if you took your last breath, my very next breath is going to be in glory, looking at my Lord Jesus Christ eyeball to eyeball. And my Lord God's going to look at me and say, well done, my faithful servant. You are mine and I lived in you. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, can I see your hand? Raise up your hand if you don't know Jesus Christ. You know Jesus Christ. I know you do, Brother Anthony. Amen. Is there anybody here today? I thank you guys for the moment. Well, at this time, I'm going to ask all the leadership to come up. Beloved family, if God moved on your heart that there's something that you need to confess, listen, everything's confidential with the leadership. Confess it to a leader and watch what Holy Spirit will do in your life. If there's a need in your life, please make sure to come up to the altar. Lay it down and don't pick it up, amen, and give it to God. And once again, if it's you that want to be baptized, if you want to be baptized to make today the day, amen. I love you.